Oh, I just you. feel joy in the house this oh, morning. I'm so glad because our joy is because of Jesus. Yeah. No matter what is going on all week long, it doesn't matter of what did happen or didn't happen. The main thing is that we have Jesus Christ, and He is worthy, and He is so faithful. And we just thank God this morning that we get to, we get to, we get to. It's not a have to. We get to lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, we God. We get to come in and praise his name. So glad to be here. I want you to turn around to somebody and just say, so glad you made it. So glad so you're glad. here this morning. So glad you made it. I'm trying to do that. So glad you made it. So glad you made it. So glad you made it. So glad you made it, brother. So glad you made it. So glad you made you guys it. Guys did amazing this morning. It was just awesome. Oh, we thank yes. you. It was just the whole team felt. So glad, amen. so glad. Didn't you guys love worship this morning? Amen. amen I just. Amen, amen, <laughs> amen. Our leaders just let us with such yes. joy and such yes. abandonment. Oh, we this thank you. Thank you. Like I could just run all over this place. <laughs> Man, it felt so good in the house of God. I'm yes, Lord. Glad. Yes, like, Lord. I was yes, glad Lord. when they said unto me, Yes, Let Lord. us go into the house of the Lord. There's freedom. There's joy. There's Hallelujah. Thank you. So all that we need is in the house of God. Thank you. So very glad to be here this morning. Thank you, Lord. Look, let's bow our heads this morning. That even as we are feeling freedom in the house, we also pray for those that may not have freedom this morning. Yes, Lord. There's those that may be watching. They may be sick and shut in. They may yes, be worried. Yes. There may be things going on. And we pray because we know our great God is here, great there, God. and everywhere. Amen. 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 So we pray right now that it transcends the joy that we have in this place, that it would go into their homes and into their hearts. Yes, Lord. And there would be freedom. Freedom wherever there is freedom. anything locked up. Yes, that Lord. That God would loose the chains this morning. Amen. And I'm free fall. In the name of Set them free, Father. Lord, we just thank you right now, God. We thank, thank you for the you, freedom Lord that Jesus. we feel. We thank you for the freedom that we know. We thank you for the freedom that is in you, God. And Father, we know that you are no respecter of persons. Yes. And God, that you want freedom for all. You want freedom for freedom. all. And so God, we pray right now that freedom would go out. Freedom, the Lord. Airways, God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Freedom for all. Freedom. In every heart, God. Yes, Lord. Be made free, God. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, wherever there is sick, God, we ask that they would be made well. Yes, Lord. Wherever there is a troubling mind, God, that you would free peace, and bring peace, peace him, Lord. Oh, God, we ask that you would lift up hung down heads, God. Yes, Father. Undo heavy burdens in the name of Release, Jesus. Release, Lord. You are our God. You are that kind yes, of God. Yes, Lord. God, whatever we need, God, you are a faithful you are God. Faithful, faithful, God. Faithful. We don't just sing it. We believe it, oh, God. Yes, Lord. And we know it because you've been faithful to us. So God, yes, Lord. And so, God, we ask right now, God, that someone will receive that faithfulness receive this it. very morning in Jesus' name. In Jesus we name. ask right now, right for the now, Spirit to receive. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, anything blocking or hindering, yes, the Spirit to receive, God. Freedom. Oh, God, that it would be loose right now. In the loose name in the of name Jesus. of Jesus. Oh, freedom in Jesus' name. Freedom. God, we thank you. We thank you. We oh, thank so you. Oh, so thank you, Lord. We think of your goodness, and all we can do is just thank yes, you. Thank yes, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. Good all the time. All, all the, the time. time. All the time. All the time. You are good, and we just yes. thank you. We thank you. Thank, we thank you. And we have decided nothing's going to steal our praise. Yes, Lord. Nothing's going to steal our joy. Yes, nothing's going to steal our love from you, oh God. Because yes, you Lord. are worthy, God. Worthy. You are worthy. Absolutely worthy, God. Worthy. And God, we're not going to let anything steal, steal our adoration yes, Lord. for you today. Yes, oh, God, Lord. we ask that you continue to sweep through this place, God, through Touching a smile, hearts, God, through a look, through a touch, through a word, God. Yes, Continue Lord. to do your work in our hearts, oh, God. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, we've entered this place with thanksgiving, Yes, God. Lord. And, God, we want to leave this place with thanksgiving and with a ready mind to go and tell somebody yes. about the goodness of the Lord. Yes, Fill Lord. us up, God, Fill in the us, name Lord. of Jesus. Fill us up to overflowing. Yes. And we have something left over to give to others, God. To give and we thank else, you, God. Lord. We thank you in advance. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus amen, name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, God, for a good God day. Come on, a good God day in Jesus' name. No. Yeah, amen.
Amen. So glad for everyone being in the house of the Lord this morning. And we got a couple of things that we, we want to do this morning um, before we get into the word. And um, I want to call up, um, where, why come I don't see her? Lehani? Is Lehani in here? Oh, okay. All right, here she is. I want to call up Lehani. And um, I got a lot of people I got to thank this month. So I'm going to do a little bit of time. But um, I want to thank Lehani. Some of you guys may not know, but um, Lehani is um, the one that, you know, decorates. And and it just blessed me on um, Easter when I came in here having no idea, uh, you know, Pastor David had told me, I could always tell because he has a big smile on his face. He had been up here. And he says, Lehani's been at work. And so um, I just I just want you guys to know that this is the hands that she Amen. I like to see the benediction. <laughs> Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now for this beautiful day that you've given us, Lord, the opportunity to come and fellowship with the saints. Lord, and we just thank you for your presence in this place. Lord, because we because you're in us, God, and you're operating through us. And we just give you the glory, Lord, for everything that's said and done here today, Lord, that it, you would be magnified and we would be challenged, we would be lifted. Lord, we would continue to grow in you and the places and the ways that Lord, only you know that we need. Sometimes we don't even know what we need, God. So we, we pray, God, that you would stir up those places, God, that you would reveal those places, that you would move in such a way, God, that we cannot remain the same. We thank you right now. We magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Take seats. Amen. Ready to get into the word. I just thank the Lord for who he is. And all that he's yet doing, amen. And yes, I, I agree. This place is beautiful. I'm in, in here for, oh, oh, goodness, over 30 years, and I'm not looking forward to leaving anytime soon. Amen. I would say, unless God see otherwise, this is it. I, I finished my race right here in Oak Harbor. Hallelujah. And I, I love the water. I love the scenery. I love the city. Amen. And I can just think back, amen, back in, in 92, I was ready to leave. But God, God said stay. And I'm glad I was obedient. Amen. Amen. So we're going to release our children to their classes. Amen. And we're just going to get ready to get into this word. Amen. We thank God. Hallelujah. Greetings to everyone, even our online viewers. Amen. It's always good, a good day in the kingdom of God. That does, that's not to say everything is going good in our lives always, but it's always a good day in the kingdom of God because we got somewhere to turn. We got someone to help us. Amen. We're not going through it by ourselves. Amen. You know, I want to start off by just acknowledging, amen, today is the first day of a, the Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Amen. Everybody getting the month now. All right. You know, I, I think it's a good thing to acknowledge the, the diversity in the body of Christ, amen. And, and you know, as God is doing the, all the different months that come up, amen, because sooner or later you're going to have to leave somebody out or else somebody got to share a month because there's a whole lot more diversity, amen, than there are months. And we need to recognize that. But the one thing I, I really want to point out, though, is while we do that, it is to recognize, amen, the, that the spiritual reality is that we're all one family. Amen. We're all, you know, children of God. Amen. Regardless of what the culture, the heritage. Sometimes, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've seen and struggled with, amen, over the years of pastoring and being saved, being in the church, amen, is seeing, you know, that the fact that we're all assimilated into one body, yet I've seen lots and lots of us Christians that are still trying to hold on to our, our identity our individuality, amen, our culture, more than we're embracing the family of God. And, and, and that's, that's really problematic because you can't grow together while you're still keeping those separatisms and those, those things 
Lord, at the forefront of our mind. It, it's okay to recognize with your culture. It's okay to recognize, you know, what those things. But above that, and I'll say it again, above that is your new family. Amen. That we've been adopted in and we've been engrafted in to the body of Christ. And that should be first and foremost. And that's what sets us apart. Even when all these other things come up and happen, the thing that sets us apart is our identity in Christ. Amen. And the more we hold on to that, the more we know how to, how to you know, navigate the waters of this world in which we live. Amen. Because when we come into him, I, I like how Christ said, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. And he said his kingdom is not of the world. And we're operating in his kingdom. Amen. It can function here, but it didn't begin here. Amen. So it's our goal, amen, to really strive and get to that place, amen, that we can be productive and walk in the strength and the unity of God and all that we put our hands to do. But I know he's able. You know, on last week I spoke about the, the resurrected Christ, amen, and, that, and how it is important that we, too, should be demonstrating a resurrected life in the here and now, amen, not wait until, you know, we get raptured out of here or, you know, the hereafter, but what are we demonstrating now? You know, and, and to that end, amen, people be, should begin to see a change and a difference in us, amen, as we embrace the new life that we've been given. And again, sometimes we try to hold on to the old life. Amen. You can't hold on to the old and fully embrace the new. Amen. So you got to let something go in order to get something else. Isn't that right? So we got, we got to make up in our minds that, you know what, yeah, I know where I came from. I know the struggle I've been through. I know all these things. But I'm on a journey. Amen. And, and as we're on this journey to get better and better, to become more and more like Christ, we become less and less like the world. Less and less like the people or the person that we used to be. I grab my water. You know, because I'm glad I'm not the same person I used to be. I don't know if anyone else in here is glad. I'm talking about, about me. You should be glad I'm not the person I used to be. <laughs> Amen. And I know I am. I know my wife is. Amen. Because truly, that person was a mess. But then I, I, I came to Christ. Amen. And, you know, I came to Christ. He drew me. You know, many of you know I had a friend that just constantly, constantly, constantly after me. Amen. And, and he, he wore me down. Amen. And finally, I said, I'm going to come check y'all out. You know, that's, that's the mind I had. And I've been checking it out ever since. Right. Amen. And I thank God. Yes, Amen. Because I've grown. I've, you know, he's gotten some mighty powerful things in our lives. Amen. But today's message, amen, comes to you in the form of a question. It says, how's your faith life? How's your faith life? Okay. Think about that for a minute. Let that just sink in. I didn't ask you about how's your faith. How's your faith life? You know, because we, you know, we, this, this, this word faith, amen, in, in the Christian community, we, we toss that word around a lot. Faith on this, faith in that, put faith on it, all that stuff, amen. We talk about it, we sing about it, we pray about it, we struggle with it. Amen, and, and, and we profess it, you know, and we even, some of us even share it. Notice that says some of us. Could be all of us. But the question is, how are we living it? Hmm. I can't answer that for you. But I can ask you that. Because I got to answer the same question. How are we living it, amen? It's a resounding question that should be plaguing our minds on a regular basis. How am I uh, living this thing? You know, how am I functioning in my faith? You know, you know we, we call the name of the ministry what? Living Faith Christian Center. Why? Because we're, are, we're called to live by faith. We're called to live it out. Not just talk about it. Not just to, to have it hidden in our bosom. Amen. But to, to live it out loud. Amen. And that's, that's not on the good days. I'm talking about living it out on them bad days, on them, on them days you're struggling, on them day, days you're mad, on them days you want to hurt somebody. 
Hello? You know, though, that's, that's what he just, just lived with. Just, let's say in Romans. Look at Romans 1, 16. I'm, I'm going to hit us with some passages today. Amen. Just to stir us up, amen, to think about how's my faith life. Amen. But in Romans 1, 16 and 17, it says this, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's the first step. You know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to them, to everyone that believe it. To the Jews first, and also to the Greek. And look at the 17th verse. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. What's revealed? The righteousness of God is revealed, amen, from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Living by faith. What does that really mean, living by faith? I mean, how's my faith living? Am I living by faith? Or am I living by feelings and emotions and situations and circumstances? Am I living by my own strength and my own power? Or am I living by faith? See, see, faith demands something of you. Faith is an action where we can talk it, but not until we apply it do we get the results it promises. So we got to, you know, really look at this thing, amen. We, you know, it said, you know, we, we all, we, we fall short, amen. Isn't that right? In exercising our faith from time to time, and many say that's to be expected. But I don't necessarily agree with that. We don't have to fall short. Life is so full of choices. It's so full of choices. We chose to get up this morning. We chose to come to church. How many of y'all chose to have breakfast? Okay, that was a choice, right? You could have chose not to. Right? I mean, everything is a choice. How many of you have chosen to get mad this morning? Don't raise your hand. Okay. <laughs> Don't put nobody on the spot. You know, but you see, what I'm, what I'm trying to get to see, you know, is that, you know, when we say we fall short, we know. I'm not talking to, you know, I'm not, I don't see too many baby Christians in here. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm talking to some people that, that got the word in them. You know, so even, uh, even those of us that are online, amen, we got the word in us, amen. So, so when something hits us, what's our first reaction, our first response? Say what? It depends. Now, I'm not going to pick on my lovely sister Amanda over here this morning. But you see, it depends. It depends on, hmm? you see, when the pressure comes, What's going to come out? All right. See, because the Bible tells us, amen, out of the what? Abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. All right? So when I get squeezed and I don't have enough faith in there, if I don't have enough love in there, if I got more, Ugh, what's going to come out? You know, and you squeeze a ketchup bottle, what do you expect? When you squeeze a Christian, what do you expect? Depends on the Christian, right? <laughs> well, we should all be filled with the same thing, the Spirit of God, amen, the faith that helps us to overcome the pressures of this life, amen. So maybe we get, still just need a little more purging. Isn't that right? Maybe that's why God keeps putting us through things, so he can purge us a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until when you get squeezed, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, help me, Lord, keep me to the cross. Those things will come out rather than... I won't say the other stuff. Amen. But what comes out when we find it? I'm, I'm talking about our faith living. It, we, we can talk a good game. Hmm? We can teach it. We can preach it. But what about living? How's, how's, that, how's that working for you? You know, when I first got saved, that wasn't working too well. Amen. I still had some old stuff in me. Struggles and some issues and things that I didn't even recognize or realize. And I know I'm not the only one in the room that's got that testimony. So I don't mind sharing that. But I do understand that over time, 
the squeezing and the pressure and the trials and all the circumstances have about purged just about everything out, I hope, that needs to be purged out. Amen. Over time. See, we're not expecting this thing overnight. But over time, we should be seeing change. We should be seeing something develop. Amen. In you. Because what did we just read the scripture says? What? Just how they live? By faith. Amen. So, when we look at Hebrews 10 and 38, it says this. Now, the just shall live by faith. But, if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. I didn't write that. That came from the Spirit of God, written into the Word of God. He says that we should live by faith. Amen. The just or any, uh, uh, we call ourselves just. We're not justified because of what we've done. We've justified because of what he's done. Amen. And when we recognize that and we embrace him, amen, he's saying that the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, what are you really talking about? What do you mean draw back? Turn away. Lord, the standard that you know lines up with God's expectation of you or of me. He said if we draw back from what we know, if we draw back from living by faith or living our faith out loud, he says, my soul has no pleasure. Now, I don't think any of us really want to be in that condition. Amen. So let's, 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 let's get to it. Look at Hebrews 11 and 1. He said, now faith is. Let's just stop there for a minute. Faith is. It is. There's no doubt in it. Amen. You know, and, and one thing that you or I can never do is to doubt, doubt someone else's faith. Amen, because we're all at different places in our growth and our faith and our understanding. But he says faith is. And I don't care who you are. Faith is. You know, period. Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm pointing that out for a reason because we're going to take another look at something else here in a minute. But he says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's a substance, and he says it's the evidence of things, what? Not seen. So your faith is the evidence of what you're believing for. Your faith is the evidence of what you're standing on. You say, but do we believe that? How can you say my faith is this if I don't believe it? We talk it, we speak it, but do we expect it? Do we stand on it? Do we exercise it? You know, do we put a period on it? Or do we just maybe could be, possibly. No, 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 no. He said, it's the evidence. How many of us got some evidence on what we believe in for? Come on. We got to have some evidence. You know, in our heart, in our spirit, man. Because what did he say? It's the evidence of things not seen. For by it, talking about what, faith? The elders obtained a good report. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were formed, framed, excuse me, by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made by the things which do appear. In other words, he said, by faith, we understand that. We understand that God spoke it into existence. Yeah. Amen. We understand the universe, the earth, all these things. Amen. We understand how it came to be. But everybody don't have that understanding. They're talking about the Big Bang Theory. I don't know where the bang came from. You've got to have something to go bang. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, it's like, so, so we got to understand this. Now, now, there are people that don't really believe everything and like we believe, amen. And so, let's, let's take a look at this. There's people who don't believe, don't know what to believe, amen. Or, you know, so we got to figure out where we are for real in this thing. The atheist, now the atheist just lacks belief in God. He just don't believe there's no God, amen. Atheists don't hate God. The true atheist doesn't hate God, not mad at God. Because you can't be mad at something or hate something that you don't believe in, right? So they're just out there. Then there's the then there's the agnostic, you know, that they don't know what to believe. So they're kind of a doubter that's on the fence, you know. They don't they don't know whether God exists or not, you know. So they got a chance of finding out because they haven't made a decision yet. They're just kind of on the fence. Then then there's the deist. You know, it's not the atheist, but the, the deist, amen, who believes in the existence 
of a supernatural authority, amen, a God or whatever, but they don't believe that this God has anything to do or any involvement in our lives. So he just made us, now we're all on our own. You know, so there's no need to pray, no need to do any of those things, amen, because he's got no involvement with us. He just made it and hands off. That's not the God that I serve. You know, uh, then there's also, you know, some of us probably ran into these folks, the humanists. You know, they, they believe that man is able to solve all his own problems. How's that working for us? <laughs> Not working very well at all, amen. But they got this creed, amen, that man is, is the measure of all things, amen. But see, that don't work too well. But that's, it's a popular sense. In today's culture, you talk about people, well, they trust the universe, or all things are collective and connected and all that, you know, universalism. You know, and then there's the theist. Theism. Amen. Now, look at that. Now, the theist merely believe that there is a God. Amen. And that God is in control of all things. You know, now, there's different kinds of theists. You know, you got the, the, the polytheist, which believes in many gods. And all these gods, you know, like the Hindus and so forth, the polytheists, amen. Then we Christians, you know, we're, we're considered as monotheists, one God, right? You've got all these categories that people are, 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 are categorizing and putting themselves in. But in spite of it all, God is still God. Amen. amen. And like I used, like to say, man, if you look at a blade of grass under a microscope, you've got to figure out who designed this thing because it's complex all these cells, and for this thing to function and operate, there had to be some intelligence behind this whole apparatus, and we know who it is, amen, and he still knows that we, had, we need some help. So, and then there's these folks out there, amen, that have walked away and did whatever, amen, they, they consider themselves spiritual, but not religious. You know, they're, they're, they're what you call the, the SBNRs. They're spiritual, but not religious people, amen. They, they, they're spiritual, but they don't believe in, you know, being religious. What is religion? It's, it's practicing what you believe, amen. And there's many obvious, many religions out there, right? Some people go to work religiously. They practice what they believe. I believe I'll be get to that job, bro. I'm not going to get no money. You know, so it all depends on where we're putting our, our drive and our focus. And in spite of all these things, we as God's people must finally settle down and figure out where we fit in. What is it that I truly believe about this faith that I'm walking out? What is it that I truly practice? And how much do I really practice it? How much influence and effect does it have truly on my day-to-day -day living? Oh, I got it in here. But is it showing up anywhere else? Hmm. You know, in spite of all these things, amen, you know, we, we've got to live and function in our faith every day. You know, I, I, as I was working on this message, I thought about fish. Amen. Juan's got a beautiful fish tank. That's the, I, I think he's the, uh, the fish whisperer. And you go over there, they have babies in there and, you know, all these things, the perfect environment, micro environments and all this. But one thing about fish is they don't try to get out the water. Right? And, and, and I'm using fish as an example because everything they do is in the water. You might see something jump out the water for a breath of air or whatever, and just, you know, they might trying to get a bug, you know, a meal. But when we think about fish, they raise their families in the water, they eat in the water, they do everything in the water. Everything they do is in the water. And they can't be in the water without being wet. See, some of y'all know where I'm going with this, right? See, we should learn something from the fish. Because we should be the same when it comes to our faith. Everything we do is in our faith. Amen. And you can't get, be in faith without being changed. Without it having some kind of effect on you. Amen. But we see the Christians jumping out the water all the time. 
I want to be on the beach for a while. I want to get a tan. I want to go get some sun. I want to meet some. Y'all, you, you, you meddling, Pastor David. You met. But see, if we would just learn to stay in the right environment, we would thrive in the right environment. But we want to, you know, you know, we, we talking about living our faith operating in our faith, in the faith. You know, you can't do this thing unless you're really in the faith. Because if you take a fish out the water long enough, what's going to happen? You're going to die. I like that. I like that right there. He said he's going to dry up and die. So I'll take that same thing and say about Christians. You take Christians out of their faith long enough, they're going to dry up and die. Spiritually, they're going to be there. They're going to be. Actually, the scripture teaches us that they'll be in a worse state than they were from the beginning. I won't, I won't, I won't go into all that. You know, but we really need to learn how to live an immersive life like the fish are immersed in water. We should be living an immersed life in our faith that nobody can come around you without getting a little water on them. They can't come around you without leaving a little wet, you know? Because why? You're dripping with faith. Nah, you know, you see, oh, you're just too religious. No, I'm not. I'm just filled with God's power and spirit. I'm in love with him. You ever, you ever talk to someone who's just really in love with somebody? You know, they got that new love, and they get every word. They're just talking about how great he or she is, and, and you so sick and tired of hearing about him. I, can't, you got no other conversation? She can't be all that. Everything is all about. Problem is, we don't talk about our God like that. It becomes old hat after a while. Comes as a matter of factly. It should, it should stay fresh. It should stay, you know, exciting. It's just he, he should still be the one that when you're hurt and you want to lay your, your head on his bosom. Instead of pointing your finger at him and saying, Why don't you do this to me? Uh, can, 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 I, can I help us this morning? You know, see, see, it, it's living in our faith in a way that we're so passionate about our God that even though the enemy comes against us, he told us, he's such a good guy. He told if you live for me, they're going to hate you. If, if, if you live for me, you're going to suffer persecution. But he said, it's all right, because I will never leave. I will never forsake you. He's the only one that's already proven how much he loves us by going to the cross and dying for us. Now, I don't know nobody else in my life that's gone that far. Huh? So why would, I, why would I allow anybody else to pull me away from somebody who's already proven to me the depth of his love? So, so, so we, this, this living our faith thing, you know, we should literally be talking about him, lifting him up. Oh, Pastor David, it don't take all that. Now, I remember when, when Pastor Linda came after me. <laughs> it got mutual real quick. But, you know, you know how it is. You'd be on the phone and you could just, Hour after hour, you don't have to say nothing, just as long as you hear him breathing. Huh? And he says, let everything that had breath, he said, as long as you're still breathing, the fire, you can love on God. No matter what else is going on in your life, what's coming against you, what they took, what they stole, what you lost, he's still right there. Loving on you, amen, and, and, and helping you through the difficult time. See, that's, 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 that's what is going to get us to a place, amen, to where we can actually walk this thing out and do it in a way that pleases you. Look at Hebrews 13 and 7. It says, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life. 
and imitate their faith. Now he's talking about if you got good leaders. Huh? He said, look at their life. They should be able to look at my life or your life as a leader, amen, and, and see, oh, I'll, that's the kind of outcome I want. Amen. They, they may, and I'll, let, me, let, me, let me digress here for a moment. Sometimes people think the outcome is supposed to be a bunch of riches, you know, and all this stuff. How about just let me have the peace that they got? Let me have the strength of the joy that they have in, in their relationship with God. The things that really matter because all that, that stuff, you know, all that, the things that we, we, we equate to happy and success, uh, all that, the Bible told me it's going to burn up with the using, Pastor Sam. It's going to be gone. But that relationship, it's just drawing me closer. Closer to him, closer to him, over and over again. So, so the stuff is okay, but don't hang your hat on it. Amen. Because, you know, unless you've already taken care of your business, the mortgage still belongs to the bank. And if you miss it, they're going to take what's theirs. Right? Same with the car payment. Unless you done paid it off, then you still got to pay for your the, the license and insurance. And, you know, all these things that we say are so great, dude, they cost us something. You got to work in order to keep the things. But all you got to do when it comes to God is be faithful. Be faithful. Keep him in the right place. Don't, don't allow the world to cause you to lose sight of him. That same verse in the message says it like this. Amen. Appreciate your pastoral leaders who gave you the word of God. Take a good look at the way they live and let their faithfulness instruct you. One thing I like about this passage, and I'm not clouding up pastors in this, but what this verse is saying is look at the evidence. Not just the words. But look at the evidence. He said, and let their faithfulness instruct you as well as their truthfulness. There should be a consistency that runs through all of us. I like that last part. A consistency. That runs through all of us. Now, I could spend the rest of my time up here talking about the inconsistencies of God's people. <laughs> Amen. But we should make up our mind, I don't want to be one of those. I want to be consistent in my word, in my deed, in my commitments. Although I want to be consistent because when we, when we get inconsistent, that just lets us know there's something amiss. Amen. I've seen people so faithful, I mean, to everything else but God. They, they don't miss a beat when it comes to going to work. They don't miss a beat and all this. But when it comes to God, how you live in your faith? How's it working? When it comes to God, well, I can take it and leave it today or tomorrow. Mm. I need a break. So I'll... I, I, Pick up where we left off. That bothers me. Because I've heard parents say, and this, I'm just old school, okay? I need a break from these children. I don't know what I'm talking to somebody. I, <laughs> I need a break from these kids. Why you got to be meddling? You know, but I, I, I've never even considered forming those words. Them is my kids. And I love being around my kids. And uh, this ain't no job. It's a family. You need a break from your kids. No, 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 don't get me wrong now. Them little rascals can work your nerves. Mm -hmm. Right, Kanisha? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they can work your nerves. But when it comes down to it, huh? and the day is going to come. Believe you me, 
that you're going to want to be around them. But the problem is, they might not want to be around you. So enjoy it while, I didn't even plan on saying all that, but enjoy it while you can because them your kids. Can you imagine if God said, I need a break from y'all? I'm glad he understands I'm his kid. Right? You know? <laughs> I need a break. Give me a break. We need to live this thing in a way that causes people to really take notice. When's the last time someone noticed your Christianity? Hmm? I was talking, and Brother Peter mentioned the other day, he was at the library. You know, the lady asked him, said, you must be a Christian. See, when people notice your Christianity, that, that tells me you're doing something right. Something different about you. Something that, that, that causes them to even want to mention it. But if you mention it and they say, what? <laughs> That's a problem. Because it is not evident in any way, right? Faith, we got to put the action. Faith, we got to walk it out on a regular basis, amen. We got to ask ourselves, how am I living my faith? How is my faith life doing? You know, because, you know, one thing I, I got to keep going here. We quick to look at somebody else's faith life. And question that. We can see where they're falling short. According to our standards. Hello? But you got to look in the mirror. Didn't I say something about the mirror last week? Anybody remember what I said about the mirror last week? Deacon uh, Juan paying attention. Uh, he said, he said, because I said, next time you look in the mirror, say, I'm going to kill you because this flesh wants to take over. But he said, mortify, kill the deeds of this flesh. Amen. As we, as we walk this thing out, we got to do it on a regular basis. I, I, I want to look at this next passage here. Amen. Because we got we to have productivity in our living. It should produce something. Amen. Our faith should be producing something. Amen. 1 Peter 4 and 12, it says this. Beloved, do not be amazed and bewildered at the fiery ordeals which come, which is taking place to test your quality. As though something strange, unusual, alien to you and your position were befalling you. In other words, he said, don't, don't think it's strange when you come into trouble. Right? This is why we need faith. Huh? To, to be able to stand. He said, you know, why is this happening to me? Exactly. Why not? You know, some, sometimes we, we get upset, amen, because we're, we're, we're going through struggles. And I understand that because, you know, we don't want to go through struggles. Right? But maybe, you know, it's not as much trouble as it is training. Like I said, God is working on you. He's working on me to purge out the old. Why is he doing that? Why does he let, allow these things to come upon us? You know, I, I, I appreciate my brother's book, Amen, from, from Broke to Blessed, but you had to go through some things. It was an overnight journey. Um, sure. You know, but in order to get to the blessed place, you had to turn to the blesser. <laughs> and grab a hold of some things, amen, and make some changes according to his purposes, his ways, and his plans, amen, in order to get to the place of being blessed so that when trouble comes, now you're, in, you're able to handle it. So, just like anything else, you know, We've got to be transformed. We've got to be changed. Amen. And change is not always easy. Change is not always welcome. But in most cases, change is very, very necessary. 
So we got to go through it. And he knows my hangups. He knows your hangups. And he knows what to, what to send our way or to allow to come our way. Just like he allowed the adversary to go after Job. You know, the devil thought he was going to make Job curse God to his face. But Job proved him wrong. But in order to prove the devil wrong, Job had to go through some difficult times. In order for his faith to be solidified even more, amen, because Job was a blessed man. But nowhere does it tell us all the struggles he had ever gone through. So when this one came to his door, he was like, what? You must have done something wrong. No, Job hadn't done nothing wrong. Just imagine that. God letting things come to you to hurt that we have to struggle with even when you ain't did nothing wrong. Either he's trying to prove something to you or to somebody else through you. But either way, he's a just God. And a lot of times we want to be used by God. We want to be used in the high, you know, up front. We want to be used in the limelight. You know, hear my God, use me, send me, I'll go. Then the next day, trouble at the door. I'm finna use you. I'm finna to, to, to get some glory now. Now it's time to walk out that faith. So when the trouble come, are you going to keep your eyes on me? Or are you going to roll your eyes at me? Which one are we going to do with God? Because it's no surprise when trouble is at our door. It's no, it don't take him off guard. Us, it could. But him, he saw it coming. In fact, he might have, y'all already know. He might have sent it your way. What kind of God sends trouble? One that's preparing you and I to spend an eternity with him and he wants to make sure that we're up to the task. Weak folk ain't going to make it. That's why he wants to be fortified and strengthened. He wants to give us some fortitude, some character that we can withstand something and go through something and still not fall out or as the, the passage we read earlier, walk away, amen, and draw back because this is hard. Can, can you imagine how many students will walk out of college or graduate school because it was hard? It's hard for a purpose. Because it's building something in you. It's equipping you and preparing you, amen, for greater down the road. But a lot of times we want to throw in the towel. <laughs> throw in the towel because it's hard. God, this is too hard. Mm. But then I'm reminded of the passage of Scripture. I can do all things. I don't want to hear that right now. I had a dollar for every time I've heard that. I don't want to hear it. But it doesn't take away the truth of the word. If I just keep my eye on the prize, I can get through the rest of this. Amen. Because this too shall pass. This is my present, but it's showing up, not my future. And if I just hold on a minute, if I just call on the Lord, amen, to give me some help, to give me some strength, like Jesus did in the garden, amen, as he's praying and sweats the drops of blood, let this cup pass. I don't want to go. His flesh did not want to go to the cross. He said, let it pass, God, let it pass. But then he, in the next breath, I like to say, said, but not my will, Noah. He said, not my will. Thine, that your will be done. And you read on just a little bit more, it says, and he sent angels to strengthen him. Not to get him out of the cross, but to help him endure the cross. Whew, that's the kind of God I serve. He may not get me out of trouble, but he's going to send me some help. I said, he's going to send me some help, amen, because I choose to live my faith, amen, on a daily basis, even when struggles and trials and tribulations are hitting, still holding on, still trusting God, still living my faith, not turning my back, because who am I going to turn to? The world? 
No, I came out of that. It was a mess. Mm -mm. So we got to turn to him. He's the only one with the answer. He's the one with the help. Mm. First Peter, the man in the message says it like this. Friends, when life gets really difficult, don't jump in, jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. I need to don't say, God, where are you? I'm right here. Oh, I'm not him, but you know, I'm, I'm just third person. He's right there. He said, don't jump to the conclusion that God missed something. God must not know. He don't understand. They, 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 they slipped this one by him. <laughs> no, 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 no. There ain't nothing got by God. James 1 and 3, the Amplified says this. Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith brings out endurance and steadfastness and patience. I told you it was training. He's building us. He's strengthening us. Amen. And the NIV says it like this, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Well, I got to persevere. I just want to be, I just want it to be over. It will be if you just hold on. We sing a song, hold on just a little while longer. Just a little while longer. Mm -hmm. The message says it like this. You know that under pressure, I like this one. He said under pressure, Katrina, he said your faith life is forced to open and show its true colors. Forced to open up that faith life. Where's that? Where your faith now? In God. See, that's the kind of response I want us to have, amen, according to the word of God. Amen. And no matter what it is, hey, God, you still in control. You're yet on the throne. Uh, I'm not going to be dismayed. I'm not going to be, you know, knocked off my course because something is going on. You, you let us know, amen, there's trouble in this world. Uh, and it's going to come my way too. If we would just hold on to him. If we would just trust him at his word, amen, and believe that. God knows exactly what he's doing. He knows, he knows, he knows. Sometimes, you know, we go through things because we don't know. We don't understand. Mm. First Peter 1 and 7. I told you I was going to give you all some scriptures. These have come so that your faith, talking about the trouble, of greater worth than gold. Look what he said. Your faith is worth more than gold. Which perishes even through refined, though, excuse me, refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ revealed, is revealed. He, that's what he wants for us. Our faith is going to bring glory. Our faith is going to bring praise. It's going to bring honor. Amen. When Christ is revealed. You know, can you can you just imagine in your mind when that day comes, the Lord standing there and he 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 pats you on the back and says, Well done. Well done. Don't you want to hear those words? Well done. My good and faithful That's gonna be it says that's that's more precious than gold. Everybody's chasing after the gold, but I want the well done. They can have the gold, the gold is gone. You know, when, when I read in, in, in Revelation talking about heaven, he says, peace, streets paved with gold. Amen. Twelve gated city. Amen. And every gate is carved out of a single pearl. And you chasing gold down here. I want to be the gold digger. <laughs> okay. if it, yeah. That's where I want to be. But it's going to take some perseverance. It's going to take living our faith, amen, and, and, and looking at ourselves and asking ourselves that question, how's your faith living? And you're looking at me, how are how you doing with this thing? Are, are you all right? And the message says pure gold is put in fire, I mean put in the fire, comes out of it proved pure. Genuine faith 
put through this suffering, we don't like that part, right? Amen? Comes out proven genuine. When Jesus wraps it all up, it's your faith, not your goal. What is that? It's your faith, not your goal, that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. I don't even have the victory in my life, amen. And now, look what I got. No. On the inside. He says, it's not going to be your, your, how much money you got in the bank. You can come on in. That ain't how it's going to work. No, 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 no. I mean, it's good to be financially solvent. It's good to be in a good position. No, none of us want God don't want us there. He said, what did you prosper and be in health? What? Isn't that what he said? Don't, that's right. Don't leave out the last part. Even as your soul prospers. So you want your soul prosperity to determine the rest. Amen? So we, we get there, amen, and we understand these things, amen, because why? We're going to go through some stuff. You know, he, he didn't intend for us to, you know, just struggle every single day. No, that's not what I'm telling you. But I'm, I'm telling you that when the struggles come, he wants you to go through it victorious in a way that magnifies him, in a way that causes others to notice something's different about you because you're living in faith. Not in fear, despair, depression, worry, and the list can go on and on, but we're living in faith, operating and trusting and believing God in faith. And when we do that, he gets the glory. Because they already know it ain't, it ain't none of you because left to your own devices, you'd be a heap in the corner. <laughs> you'd be too done. But with God and through him, amen. I love it, amen, because why? God loves his people. Amen. He wants us to be victorious, amen. You know, he, he, his, his intentions are eternal concerning us. Amen. To, to make us ready, amen, for such a great thing that he has in store. Amen. But he says, I want you to have the victory now. I want you to, you know, be able to navigate these waters now. <laughs> See, God has favor towards us. And we got to have faith toward him. See, favor comes from him to us. Faith goes from us to him. Amen. And if we stand on that, amen, and the more we walk in faith, amen, Watch this, the more favor. And the more favor that I receive, <laughs> the more faith I can walk in. So it's a win-win as we continue to strive to be in God's favor. You know, sometimes we, we, we're so busy trying to be in man's favor that we step out of God's favor to get there. Bad decision, Right? You know, someone that's, you know, they can't help you if they can't help themselves, spiritually, most of all. So let's, 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 let's look at this thing and say, you know what? I'm not going to be duped by the world. I'm going to live my faith. I'm going to operate in my faith. Daily, I'm going to think about my faith. Sometimes we get so busy, we don't even, you know, we get our hands in this and that and the other thing. And, you know, and next thing you know, we, we haven't stopped to pray. We haven't stopped to talk to God. We haven't stopped to read his words. Amen. And, and, and now we got, we got too much going on to make it to service. And, you know, Wednesday night, uh, you know, just, I just got too much. I, I, I'll get to it when, 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 when you're going to get to it. Because we allow Everything to encroach. And now our service to God, our, our devotional time, all those things become an inconvenience, a bother. Ain't nobody got time for that. I got things to do, people to see, places to go. Okay. Be careful. Be careful. Because you don't want to miss out on the ultimate place. Keep your eye on the prize, amen. Sometimes you got to tell them, you know what? I can't do that right now. No, I got a meeting at that time. I'm going to meet with God. 
You know, see, see, sometimes I'm, 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 I'm on the phone or, you know, I know I'm getting phone calls and, I, you know, I'm spending time with God and the phone rings and I look at it and I hit the little button and I got a message that, you know, automatically texts them back to in a meeting right now. And I'm in a meeting because I'm praying, I'm talking to God. No better meeting to be in. Amen. I'm meeting with the master. I'm seeking direction and instruction. Amen. I, 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 I'll get back to you later. But he comes first, right? You know, see, see we, we, we have power over that phone. Or does that phone have power over? Uh, so the other day, we was riding back, came across the ferry. Amen. The phone kept ringing. I just turned off. I put it on airplane mode. So my wife, I don't feel like talking to nobody right now. I'm riding with my wife. Mm-hmm. They can call me later. If it's an emergency, they only got to hit three digits, 911. <laughs> and they'll get all the help they need. Uh, see, see, we, we got to understand where are our priorities. See, see, and if 911 don't work, you use your knees. Hello. Live in your faith. Let's stand. Live in your faith. We gotta, we gotta live it. Not just talk about it, not pray about it, but live it out loud for all to see. You know, and when you do that, you'll find that you'll never ever be alone. Because he said he'll be right there with you, near you, even in your mouth. You just call on Jesus. He's right there. How much you got? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. Lord, for your grace and your mercy over our lives, God. We thank you, God, that you love us so much, God, that, yes, you went to the cross for us, but you didn't stay in the grave. Lord, you, you rose and, Lord, you, you ascended to heaven that you might send your Holy Spirit down, not to just be with us, but in us. Lord, to give us the help, to give us the, the strength that we need, to give us the guidance. All those things, Lord, as we, we navigate this world, Lord, as being a part of your kingdom, a part of, uh, of what it is that you're doing in the earth. Lord, let us not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Because your word says it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. Help us, Lord, to, to live it out loud, to live it daily. Lord, to let our our day-to-day actions and involvements, Lord, be filled with you. Thoughts of you, words concerning you, God. Let us live and learn how to demonstrate our faith, not putting it out in some false way, God, but to demonstrate it just by our actual living. That when they look on us, when they see our actions, when they see our responses, When they see our peace and our joy, when our strength becomes evident in the times of trouble, you get the glory. Because we know we can't do these things on our own. But only by your help, by your strife. Your word says we are healed, we are delivered, we are set free. And Lord, I thank you that we have the opportunity to be in your family, the opportunity to be in a relationship with you. Lord, so above all the things that this world has to offer, above all the things that, you know, this world is chasing after, God, help us to keep our eyes on you. Trust you. Believe it. Not drawing back, Lord, but pressing in even the more. Drawing closer every single day. We thank you, God. But you say even your peace, you give us peace that passes understanding. You give us peace not as the world does. Huh. So we thank you, God, that we can lay hold of that peace. Lord, we can call upon your name. We can find strength in the most difficult time. Just by laying hold to you in your word. Father, we thank you. Thank you for each one that 
Lord, in the sound of my voice, we thank you for those that are online or will be listening to this. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that we are stirred more and more to live our faith. To live our faith. Not just to talk about it, pray about it, meditate on it, but to live our faith. It's a demonstration of your goodness. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.